Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 31, Healthy Body, Healthy World. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Alex as my guest on the show. Yes, I know, I have many Alexes coming on this show, but every one of them has been great so far. How you doing, Alex? I'm great. Uh, just finished having some, some food to power the old body here, and uh, I'm excited to be on this. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for being here, and so that means we both have enough energy to go on for a while. Yeah. And so uh, today we're going to be talking about your hobby, but before we do that, the audience needs to know a little bit about Alex to have a visual image of who is Alex. Sure, yeah. Um, I can definitely give you the spark notes, I guess. Um, So currently right now I'm uh, working uh, downtown Toronto in in a compliance setting. Um, I've lived out in uh, the Durham region for my whole life. Recently, actually, I had a couple of great things. We got a we got a puppy in October, and uh, then on Christmas, uh, I proposed to my girlfriend of five years. So now we are engaged. Hey, congratulations! Thank you, thank you. That's great. Yeah, I I got married last year to well now my wife. So hey, it's it's a great trip. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Congrats to you as well, then. <laughs> yeah, Alex is getting married. <laughs> yeah. So today, topic is your hobby, which is plogging. Before we go into plogging itself, mind giving a definition what plogging is? Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, it's essentially plugging comes from jogging and picking up trash. So uh, from what I found, once I found the name and I was like, what does this mean? Uh, it originated in Sweden uh, as a mix of words, plaka, which means pick up and and they uh, they use jogging to create plogging. So I don't know how the the, the Swedes did it, but they created a new word. And uh, apparently, it's been around since about 2016, but uh, it wasn't on my radar until just this past year. And yeah, now it's picking up steam everywhere. Like every, it feels like every city, every country has their own kind of plogging events or whatever you have. That's pretty awesome. So so you became interested in this in 2016. How did you, who introduced you to it? Or was it like something you saw on TV or one day you saw a piece of trash and it was like, uh, you remember Family Guy where it's like, ooh, a piece of candy. You just kept on picking <laughs> up trash. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, it's been around since 2016, but I, I started doing it just this past, uh, past year, 2018. Um, so essentially what happened was uh, I got my new dog. Um, I was taking him for regular walks, which I hadn't been doing beforehand. And I noticed that there was a lot of trash, especially in the in the routes that we were taking for the the walks. And our neighborhood was nice; everything was fine. But I just noticed that this was making our, it making it look a little dirtier than it was. And it wasn't a safe because I didn't want the you know our dog to be eating trash and and old food and whatever it was. So what happened was I ended up going on Amazon and purchased some extendable trash pickers. And then every time we go on a walk with my dog, I just pick up a couple things here and there. The long story short is I went online and searched. This is what I put in the Google search. I said, something where people walk their dogs and pick up trash. (laughs) And it came up with the word plug because it took different words from my search. And I looked into that and I said, oh, wow. I love running, picking up trash. Let's do it. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm guessing you're not the only person who looked this up, walking their dog and picking up trash. So it must have been a common search. And like you said, it became, it started in 2000, well, it started in 2016. It just became more and more popular. Yeah. 
for you, when you do pick up trash, do you, like if it's, I would imagine sometimes if it's a really dirty place, trash will be like clumped up and there's not much running. It's more just moving over to the next piece. Is, is that what happens yeah. or sometimes you just walk? Yeah. So some, so definitely sometimes in some areas it can be the, the trash per square foot or whatever you want to call it would definitely be higher in some areas. And in that case, you're definitely not really getting a jog in so much as you're getting the workout in bending down, doing like, you know, kind of like a squat motion. Um, and that's where they kind of inter- like they kind of mix the idea of working out plus helping the environment. So yeah, it, it does help when there's more people because that's when you can kind of disperse a little bit and you're not picking up a piece of trash every five feet. So it gives you a little bit more time to get your jog in. And you said you have a, a trash picker upper or I, sorry, I forgot what the yeah, actual name it's, was. It's just, it's just like, a, I guess if you've seen um, maybe like senior citizens, they, they have those extendable grab kind of arms that act like so they don't have to bend down and pick up. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, those toys we had as kids with the yeah. uh, red grip. Yeah, but more sophisticated, yeah, I more, would imagine. Yeah, more sophisticated for sure, for sure. <laughs> and so speaking of which, what other equipments do you tend to bring along with you? Maybe a bag or yeah. uh, gloves? Uh, yeah, no. So basically you got to have the gloves because you don't know what you're going to be handling. So, and especially if it's in the, the fall time, it's a little bit cooler out. I'll bring a warmer pair of gloves that I can easily wash. But then, yeah, two or three trash bags, and uh, I'm hoping to get some sort of filter system back at my house so I can filter out some of the trash and recycling. Um, and then if and then if I'm walking the dog or taking like a you know just a little walk by myself, even I'll bring the sophisticated trash picker upper. I we bought a second one for my fiance, so we'll she'll she'll get in on the action as well. So she's doing it with you as well, right? Yeah, sometimes she doesn't do it all the time, but she definitely uh, appreciates what I'm doing and 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 tries to help out when she can. That's good. And you're not only helping out yourself, you're helping out the world and your community and everybody around you, which is admirable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how long does a normal plugging session last for you? So this was what kind of caught me by surprise. I I, I thought you know if I can run a normal five k in around thirty minutes. Um, or, you know, 30, 40 minutes, whatever I said, oh, okay, well, that's fine. Picking up a little bit of garbage here and there wouldn't be too bad. My last 5k plug that I ran was almost two hours. So I definitely think that having two or three people with me is very beneficial. It cuts down the time and it's a wider range of, of garbage that we can actually pick up and you said you do usually the same route or do you do different routes yeah so uh at first i i focused on most of the routes that we took with my dog um but the routes weren't that long so i figured okay i'm gonna go on my running routes now which uh oh yeah i forgot to mention i do do some of my own uh, my own jogging biking and and swimming and stuff like that on one uh, on i started moving to some of my own routes that i run and picking up the garbage on those ones as well. All right, but you don't do any plogging while swimming. That'd be quite <laughs> challenging. <laughs> no, I haven't had to do that uh, yet, but maybe the next time in the pool, I'll take a look at the bottom, see if there's anything. <laughs> uh, so do you ever, like, uh, I don't know if you do this, but do you have an app on your phone that you keep track of where you ran? So you can have like a yeah, like a database knowing where the garbage went and where you picked up. Oh, okay, you do, good. I think I use Strava, which is like a 
running, biking, kind of anything. It, it, yeah, it definitely uh, records where I am, GPS and stuff like that. So yeah, if I, as long as I make notes on, you know, oh, there was no garbage here, that's good. Or there was a this route, there was a ton of garbage. But and I would imagine during the winter time, it's a lot harder to do it. Yeah, so I'm definitely taking this time now where it's it's been pretty bad over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we're currently um, skating across our driveways and skating across our lawns right now. Sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely I'm taking the time now to kind of build up my social media presence, maybe just get other people involved and in maybe around the neighborhood that would like to come and join me in the spring. And then I'm going to take it on full full steam ahead in the spring all through towards the fall. Do you prefer plogging alone or do you like to do it with company? Because I know you said you do it with people and it makes it easier, but I would imagine maybe some days you just like to go alone, right? Yeah, no, definitely. I started alone and there's definitely some sort of, uh, I don't know, I get to do my own thoughts. I get to kind of hang out with myself a little bit, which is fun. But at the other end, it's definitely a lot more difficult by myself. Um, especially trying to carry a full trash bag and uh, until you can get to the nearest garbage can or to where, somewhere where you can put it down while your your teammates kind of uh, help you. Maybe maybe someone brings their car and you can throw it in their trunk. <laughs> Did you ever make a competition out of it? Who can pick up the most trash or kind of things like that? No, I haven't. But you know what? Now that you say that, it's a pretty good idea. I should. Uh, I should try to get a little friendly competition going and maybe I can get, I can supply the prize myself. Here you go. And speaking of which, what are some, some, sorry, what are some common and uncommon things you tend to find? Okay. Yeah. So this one was pretty cool. I, the most common thing I found was definitely coffee cups and pop cans. For some reason, the, the, the area where I live, it seems like people are stopped at the stoplight for however long and they just decide to throw up uh, coffee cups and pop cans. So the one time while I was running, I was focusing on the <clears throat> sidewalk and I came back and I did a loop around. I came back the other way and I looked across the street at the curb area of the street and it was just littered with coffee cups and pop cans and I had to go back and grab all those. So that's definitely the most common thing. But the most uncommon item, which I found was pretty crazy, was uh, a tire, like a hubcap. Just casually chilling there? Yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't It was a nice one. So I couldn't, I couldn't put it on my car or anything like that. It wasn't a wasn't a spinner or anything like that. <laughs> but it was, it was a decent size. And I was, and I put it in my bag and it made it, you know. Your bag full. Yeah, it made it, made it a couple of times, like a little bit more heavy. So uh, that wasn't fun, but. But I'm sure it's not going to stop there. Hopefully you don't find any more trash in the future. It kind of ruins your hobby, but it's kind of meeting your objective, I guess, that you want to try to clean up the world, right? Yeah, I mean, I wish that, yeah, I wish that people would just take, you know, some time and just throw their coffee cup into the back of their car, wait till they get home or put it in the cup holder until they get home. It just seems like an easy way out just to, you know, toss it on the ground and let someone else worry about it or not, right? Yeah, no, I just came back from a trip from Japan and Korea. Well, when I'm posting this episode, it's going to be way back. So in the future, multiple months later on. But when I was in Japan and Korea, there's not that many trash cans in in public. So 
whenever I had trash in my pocket, I had it in my hand. I was just holding it in my hand, looking for either recycling or a trash can. And this could go on for like two hours. And I'm still just walking around with the trash in my hand, not putting it in my pocket. I'm like, it's right around the corner. I swear I'm going to find one. And I'm looking like <laughs> a hawk, just looking for one of these. That's good that you that you did that. <clears throat> Most people wouldn't hold on to it for longer than five minutes or so. Uh, that's actually a good point because when I was when I was doing one of my most recent vlogs, I noticed that there there weren't any garbage cans except for in public public areas like a public park or something like that. Like they they took them all away from the bus uh, the bus stops. They used to have some every couple you know maybe every kilometer or so, and they just took them away. So. Now, do you tend to pick up cigarette butts as well? Because I would imagine that would be everywhere. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get down and dirty with the cigarette butts um, this past fall. I was mainly focusing on the big pieces of trash. But oh yeah, I'm sure that I could. I could spend hours out there, down on my hands and knees picking them up, or use my uh, my trash picker. <laughs> you know what? For your birthday, we'll just buy you a giant vacuum, a shock vac. You can just put on your backpack. Uh, yeah. You'll be like Luigi from Luigi's Mansion. You just walk around, just sucking up everything. Oh, yeah, that's great. I'll, I'll, I won't uh, decline the offer. <laughs> <laughs> so for you on a personal level, what would you say is the best part about about plogging? Um, the best part? Let's say emotionally or personally like you get a satisfaction of doing something that kind of connection yeah i mean yeah for me it was just literally just trying to make my neighborhood a better place like a, a better looking place a more safe environment it, it started with yeah just the safety of my my puppy and not wanting him to eat a piece of trash and then it made me think well if if my dog's trying to eat it and i can control him what about all the other animals and, and things that can't I can't control and they just think it's food? Um, so that was a really big driver. And then when I realized that um, I had a couple uh, people that were around my, my area and they were seeing me doing it and they were giving me words of encouragement and, and different things like that. So I said, you know what? People are seeing what I'm doing and maybe it'll inspire one person or maybe, it, you know, it'll get them talking to their friends or family about it. No, I, I really admire that. I, I'm the type, like, whenever I have trash, I don't want to just throw it on the ground. Gum, same thing. One time, actually, this happens quite often, more than it should. I have gum. I can't find a trash. I put it in my pocket, forget about it, and it's there a couple days later. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, like, yes. Like, chewed gum? Chewed gum, yeah. <laughs> I put oh, it, I put oh, it in no. the wrapper. I don't put the gum in the coat by itself, but I put it in the wrapper and I leave it oh. there. And then when I go in, it's like, what is this? Oh, yes, gum. Right. <laughs> Well, depending on what flavor of gum, maybe your pockets smell nicer after. <laughs> it's like one of those things you hang in your car. I just put it in my pocket. Yeah. What was your biggest challenge when you first started plugging? I think essentially it was just not knowing how long it would actually take and not knowing that my planning my routes would have to be a little bit different than if I was just to say run for, uh, you know, run for uh, 30 minutes to 40 minutes or something like that. The other thing was that a full garbage bag can be pretty heavy. And if you can't find, if I can't find somewhere to put it, I'm not just going to throw the, the bag on the ground and leave it there because that's kind of not really doing what I set out to do. So I've had to carry a full black garbage bag for about a kilometer in my arms. That was physically the hardest thing I've ever had to do in, in, in my plogging 
sessions. <laughs> you almost need like a baby carriage or something like that to just put it in. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be that would be good actually. Baby carriage or like a wheelbarrow or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, if you're running around with a baby carriage, people are like, oh my god, your baby. Wait, that's trash. <laughs> yeah. Your baby's trash. You're like, yep. I love my trash. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, yeah I'm sure you <laughs> with more trial and error, you're going to figure out a way where you're just going to have like a hoverboard and it's just going to be floating right beside you. Yeah, I, I can't wait for that for that day to come. But until then, I'm, I'm going to have to start doing some more bicep curls or something like that and get a little stronger. But all that trick-or-treating, that's what you've been training for. Carry on that bag <laughs> door to door for two hours. Come on, you got this. Luckily, I haven't. I mean, I haven't trick-or-treated in years, so I'm sure that's a good thing as I'm, I'm 30 years old, so. <laughs> it's muscle memory. Yeah. Now, since we talked about your uh, challenges from the beginning, what are your current challenges? Like, what are your latest challenges? Um, if you have any, or if they're similar to what you current or what you had at the beginning. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really had too many, um, late, like any recent challenges. Uh, I would say maybe just getting... Uh, other people involved because it can, you know, it can take some time on a weekend or it can uh, take some people away from doing some fun things. But I think that people can kind of see my my passion for it and know that it's going to be, you know, a fun time, hopefully with friends and we're doing something for the environment and hopefully they'll they'll get involved with me. I like that. And has plugging ever helped you out when you're stressed? So let's say you had a long day at work and you're like, ah, I'm going to go plogging kind of thing. Or is it more like a just a rela- you're already relaxed and like, you know what? I just want to relax more and go plogging. If I go home from work, I definitely want to go for a jog rather than a plog um, and just kind of clear my head that way. I think plogging definitely takes a little bit more planning and um, I don't really, yeah, I don't really do it to de-stress, but it is, it is weird. I noticed that what, while I'm, you know, picking up the trash and, and doing something good for the environment, it, it feels like there is some sort of emotions and feelings. I don't know if it's endorphins, whatever, but I f- like you feel good about doing it so that you, you almost feel like you're getting a rush of energy. And I felt that in one of my big uh, plogging adventures when I got four or five different garbage bags full and um, I had my fiance pick me up. And when she came and opened the door, I said, I know I almost, I almost yelled at her and I said like, I'm like, I'm, so excited. Look how many bags of garbage I got. And like, she's like, you need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But it's awesome that you get excited about your hobby and also cleaning up the earth. And your wife must have been, been like, oh, okay, my husband's crazy about trash. But now she understands why you're doing it. And she's into it, which is great too. Exactly. Yeah. She, I mean, she's, she's stuck with me for this long. So I don't think she's, yeah, I don't think she's going to leave me over my, my, my trash hobby. <laughs> I have a feeling your house is extremely clean. The trash disappears even before it touches the ground. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I think I'm the probably the, I'm probably the one who makes the the house the dirtiest. She's always cleaning up up, up <laughs> after me, so <laughs> it's plogging indoors. Yeah, exactly. So has plogging ever stressed you out? Um yeah, so sometimes I feel like I get um, like with certain things that I'm doing, certain um, let's say shoveling the driveway, cleaning cleaning the house when I when I actually do clean the house, um, and now with plugging, I feel like sometimes I can get pretty uh, nitpicky and perfection perfectionist tendencies, I guess, would come out, and like I have to 
make sure I pick up all the trash. So I noticed that when I was running, I would, I would see a piece here and then I'd see a piece five steps that way. And then I'd see another piece and like, I, w- I would just be picking up everything and I'd be searching and taking more time off of, you know, running and, and picking up every so often. And I would just realize that after 15 minutes, I'm still in the same place. <laughs> so that kind of that, that kind of can get me a little stressed about, you know, I want to still get the run and I still want to, you know, get some exercise. So and it's like both sides, one side saying you got to clean up. The other side is like, you got to go for a run. It tears you apart sometimes, I would imagine. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Like, my one brain is saying, you know, just pick up a couple pieces, then run a kilometer, then pick up another. But yeah. It's like that R. Kelly song. Your mind's telling you no, no but your body's telling you yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are some misconceptions? Sorry, what are some misconceptions about people who plug? I haven't really found too many, you know, misconceptions. Like no one's yelled any profanities at me or anything like that for picking up garbage, but also. I think that some people, you know, may think that as with as with some things that people are are kind of showing off a bit. I don't know why, but I find that some people that don't run maybe think that runners are like, you know, they're on a different level or something like that. But I feel like since I'm both I'm new to both running and plogging, I find that everybody in the community that I've interacted with are super helpful and caring and just, you know, kind of want to impact the world in their own small way so i don't think there should be any other like misconceptions or stigmas around it so yeah who can actually be angry at you for picking up other people's trash if you're if people are angry at you for that then they have some serious issues yeah now how did plogging have an impact on your perspective on life what what did it teach you well it it, the main thing is that it definitely um allowed me to see that one person making a change like making a small change in their life can do so much so for example we tried we're trying to go plastic free as much as we can so we've got rid of straws and we bought metal straws and we've got rid of the little plastic baggies at um the supermarket or the grocery store for uh produce and and all that stuff we've got reusable ones so like doing those couple things have, you know, saved us from buying boxes of straws, saved us from, you know, maybe uh, five or six of those little plastic bags each time we go to the grocery store. And and now with me, like I said, picking up five bags of garbage and about five kilometers uh, of land kind of such a huge difference. And, and it's just one person. It's just me. Yeah. You know what? You were talking about metal straws and my wife loves straws. But she was concerned about the environment as well. So we replaced all the straws with glass straws. Oh, nice. Yeah, same, same idea. And I, you know what I've noticed? I've noticed yeah. that uh, in co- some coffee shops, there are, they're trying to replace all the straws with paper straws, but there is no recycling for the paper straws. So they're still throwing them out in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like counterproductive. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're trying to help the environment, but... No, not really. Yeah, yeah. We just uh, we just reuse the straws. We have a little brush cleaner that cleans them out, and uh, it it was such like when we made the switch to a simple thing like that, it was such a no brainer. Because uh, one of the things that I did find on my runs, aside from the coffee cups, were straws from uh, smoothies or Slurpees or whatever the people are drinking still, and then there are straws all over the place. So that was a huge one. Hopefully, one day straws are extinct. Well, the plastic ones, at least. Hopefully they're all replaced by metal or glass or, I don't know, they just, the drink levitates into your mouth. 
<laughs> do the um do the the glass straws they don't have they probably have no like weird taste or anything right they're that's the reason why she went with the glass one because she didn't really like the taste of the metal straws okay yeah but no they don't have a taste I might have to look into maybe possibly getting the glass straws in, as well. And also, they're easier to see when you're cleaning. So you could see if you missed a spot. Oh, Let's say when you're right. drinking a smoothie, you could see, oh, yeah, there's a little speck I mess, missed. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That makes so much sense. See, I'm learning lots today, too. There we go. We're sharing. We're helping each other out. That's Alex <laughs> helping Alex. We're just helping ourselves. Amazing. Are you part of any organizations? Um, not currently, like I said, it's, it's sort of a newer kind of hobby for me, but one that I, you know, I feel is pretty important, but I actually found this really cool, um, Instagram page and I just signed up for their, um, newsletter and they're called the plastic runner and they're based out of Australia. So, I mean, they get to pick up garbage on the beach and do all these good things and they get to go, you know, live on in Australia where it's just amazing beaches and animals and whatever, you know, whatever you can think of. And maybe uh, one day there's going to be a big organization in Toronto that does the same. We don't have that many beautiful beaches, but compared to Australia, but you know, we got snow. You can get a snow beach. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So speaking of which in Toronto, how popular is plogging in your area? You were saying that people in your neighborhood have started noticing you and congratulating you. Has it become more popular? Have you seen more people doing it? No, and that's the that's the thing. Like when I was um, when I was looking for you know to see if there's any events going on or anything like that, there there isn't anything. I think also all of the domain names for um, you know plugging Toronto or or uh, plugging To or anything like that in the area, there's they're all available, and um, it doesn't look like there's much. But you know, my goal is just to get it to uh, get it out there and uh maybe get some more people interested so that way we can we can have a big event maybe this summer well hopefully whoever listens to this and is part of toronto or any other city and would like to participate alex is your main man not me the other alex and hopefully you can join make a community and we can all help each other and clean up the world yeah that'd be great yeah anybody that's interested for sure I would love to interact with some some fellow ploggers or someone that just wants to to learn about it. So you kind of just answered my other question, which was, did you want to present your hobby to the world or use it as an escape from reality? But plogging is a communal thing, so I would imagine you'd want to share it with the world, right? I definitely think that it's here to stay and and you know, you're going to have your your hardcore runners that, you know, they're 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 not going to quit jogging to pick up garbage, but who knows, they may do it on one of their short run days. So, I mean, if, if we can get anybody and everyone to just even while they're walking their dog at night, go pick up some garbage or if they're, you know, they're with a loved one taking a walk in the morning or whatever, just maybe bring a, a garbage bag with you, a small garbage bag and pick up some stuff as you see it. Even people who are walking with your dogs, you have doggy bags. You could use those as well. Ah, Yes. Thinking, thinking outside the box or inside the box or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have any word of advice for anyone who might be interested in it? They're shy to start and they don't know where to go. Do you have any word of word of advice for them? Honestly, the best thing that about this is that all you need is a garbage bag, some gloves, and a pair of running shoes. 
and they don't need to be expensive running shoes. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I feel like anybody can get involved as long as you can, you know, you're mobile, you're able to do it. It, it, it seems like a no-brainer that, that, you know, anybody can pick up garbage. And, and like we said, kids should have those extendable trash pickers. Senior citizens should have those so we can all come together and pick up as much garbage as we can. You know what if, you know what would be interesting if they introduced that in school as well? Because I remember back when I was young, we would always go for long walks in school. Like the whole school would go for a walk. It'd be kind of cool if they did that to try to teach kids to pick up after themselves and try to avoid future kids from throwing out stuff. Yeah, that that actually be really cool. So that makes me actually think about so there's a um a local organization that deals with you know, youth that are maybe need some more social activities or they need a place to go after school where it can just be a positive kind of area. And my thoughts when I first started this was like, well, maybe I can get together with them. And for kids that need maybe some, what is it, community service hours or they, they want to volunteer, they could come and I could work with this group and organize some events that way. And that way we can go down to the lake or go down to by kind of garbage areas and, and just teach them a little bit about giving back to their cities and neighborhoods and uh, yeah, about having fun with other people. Like you said, it's here to stay and I know that more people are going to learn about it and hopefully they have the good moral to not just throw out anything on the ground because eventually that will come back and bite you. Yeah, exactly. Just if, if, if anything that I could, you know, another message that I could give to people is just keep it with you until you see a garbage or a recycling bin. I mean, I'm not saying you have to go crazy with your Starbucks cup and take off the lid and take off the sleeve. And, and I mean, it's, it's good enough if you just throw it in the garbage as a whole or throw it in the recycling. And then hopefully we can, you know, start a, a new trend of not littering, which is, I think, in way way more ways is cooler than littering. Or you can be like me as well, where you can have a piece of gum, looking for a trash can, can't find it, shove it in your pocket, forget about it for a few days, and then throw it out. I feel like you've been doing that for a long time. It seems to be something that you're very passionate about. <laughs> I love, yeah, it's my hobby, shoving gum in my pocket. Oh, I like every pocket I have. It's just massive pile of gum. My washing machine hates it. No, I'm kidding. I throw it out before I put it in. I was just going to say that because I... Uh, <laughs> I recently had a, I uh, kept the pen in my pocket oh. and uh, let's just say that uh, I was not the, the most lovable guy after that. So I wanted to see if any of your gum you kept in your pockets while in the wash. Luckily enough, I always have this habit of checking my pockets like before I put it in the wash, like I check every pocket because I used to, when I was younger, I put like money by accident and like a $5 bill and then ah, it didn't turn out well. But for you, at least you have new tie-dyed shirts and pants. You're bringing back the tie-dyed uh, <laughs> fashion. Uh, unfortunately, it was just a black pen and it made um, one of our gray sweaters into a polka dot sweater. It's, uh, it's a designer sweater now. Oh. Yeah, this one time I was working in a warehouse at one of my jobs and I dropped bleach a little bit of bleach on my pants and it made a kind of like a white streak. It didn't burn through. And I'm like, ah, oh, but these pants are ruined, but my, they're ruined. But my mother and my sister are like, oh my God, they look like designer pants. Wow. You should wear them. I'm like, these are bleached. They're like, I almost burnt 
just keep that in mind that it almost burned through and touched my skin. They're like, yeah, but it's bleach. It looks cool. Yeah, pain is beauty, right? That's what they always say. <laughs> exactly. Do you have any social media links or websites you'd like to share with the world? Yeah, so that's kind of what I've been working on for the last little bit while it's been very cold out. I've been trying to get just a spot where people could come in, see what I'm doing, if I have any information, because I'm going to try to update it with um, information about plugging and hopefully get some some events on there when they when they finally do come up. I have an email where people can reach me anytime. It is planetplogging at gmail.com. So I thought that was a pretty catchy name. And the same name uh, is on Instagram, uh, just Planet Plogging. Yeah, so the reason for that was <clears throat> I was thinking about like uh, Durham Plogging or like I said before, Plogging T.O., but I felt like I didn't want to you know, necessarily hold myself down to one spot. And I felt like it was definitely something where if I did travel or if I did move cities or provinces or countries, I could be, you know, flexible and uh, sort of plugging kind of event anywhere I go. So I kept it planet wide. <laughs> it's kind of like me where it's time for your hobby. It's not time for Ottawa's hobbies. Yeah, exactly. Which is smart because you don't, you don't know where you're going to be in, in a year, five years, whatever. So Alex's think alike. That's what we've learned today. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Alex's do the best type of thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife sometimes says otherwise, but yes, I'd like to think so too. Yeah. So, as if you listen to a few of my episodes, I tend to throw the question back to you to throw it back to me. Do you have any questions for me about plogging? Uh, yeah. Do you, do you think that you'd be interested in ever going out for, like, have you ever ran, go jogging or anything like that before? And would you be interested in doing any sort of plogging uh, event? Uh, I don't know about event, but I would definitely be interested in doing plugging like on my own. If I, when I do go jogging, if when I, once I get back into working out, uh, I do like running outside right now. It's an ice rink out there and it's, we're going to get freezing rain, <laughs> but people listening to this is going to listen to this a few months later on. It might still be winter, but I think my biggest challenge would be something like yours where when I pick up the first piece of trash, I'm going to instinctively look for the next piece. And it'll be more yeah. of like just picking up and less jogging, which I don't mind. So I would have to like, look, if I do that, I pick it up and then I go for a run. I have to look back. I'm like, oh, wait, but I forgot that piece. You know, it's like a bag of chips. You can't just have one. Yeah, no, and exactly. That's what I felt. So the the best thing that I guess what I'm going to have to kind of um, change about when I go in the spring. You ever watched the Mighty Ducks movie? Yes. I have to do the flying V with people and we're just going to run with a V and we're just going to pick up everything in that vicinity and then turn around and go a different way. And hopefully that'll, <laughs> that'll help with not just one person being obsessed with picking up every single piece of garbage. You guys are going to be like the Canadian geese just flying in that V formation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's awesome. But, uh, so yeah, there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you so much, Alex, for coming on the show and talking about your hobby of plugging. I am now interested. I'm looking around in my house right now. Just this habit of just, okay, you know what? That doesn't belong on the floor. That belongs in the garbage. Like you, sometimes my house is dirtier than anywhere else, but, uh, <laughs> I try to keep outside cleaner than I do inside, at least inside. Eventually it does get picked up. But if you want to learn more about Alex, you can definitely search him up. I'll put all the description in the links Sorry, all the links in the description below, and you can just click 
And if you'd like to be on my show or have any questions at all, you can send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care. <laughs>